Welcome to another episode of Sales with Adlin. I'm your host, Tom Stanfill, and I'm here with my, I don't know, the best co-host in the world. I, I, Tab, have you officially won that title or is it still? No, but I, I think if we say it enough, it just happens. It just it kind <laughs> it just, of we're speaking it, it into like existence. So. Well, as you know, and hopefully our audience knows, we're in the middle of a two-part series. I think you called it a mini-series. I challenged that because I wasn't sure if it was a mini-series. It was only two parts, and we debated that, and we ran out of time. So we said we had to break and say yes. and break up the episode of the top 10 virtual tips. We had to break it up into a two-part episode. So we're now, we've been through the first four tips, yep. right? Okay. Yep. And so, well, I think, is that where we are? We've been through four. We got four, four really, really good ones. We had a lot of good banter, a lot mm -hmm. of good discussion, a lot of good tips, but I think we're ready to dive in. We'll just tackle the next six, right? All right. So the next six. So let's go back to Jenna and let's pick it up on number five. So number five is embrace and indulge inevitable distractions <laughs> or virtual wow. delays. Wow. That's, Embrace that's or indulge them. You like that? <laughs> yes. In, indulge. I'm hungry. So there's, so there's, uh, I've had, I'm sure you guys have all had this. I've had, I got a funny story for it though, but I've had dogs walk in, multiple dogs. I've mm -hmm. had children sit on so-and-so's lap. I've had, <laughs> I've had delivery of the most obscure. Th I've got some, I've got some funny more stories. But every single time something like that happens, so it breaks, it breaks your, your train of thought, but mm. you have to, you have to embrace it. You have to embrace it because those are little nuggets of opportunity for rapport building. I love that. Building. I think that's awesome. And I, that's the opposite of what I would have thought. I would have thought I'm an utter failure because the delivery guy just came here and I'm, I look unprofessional. But I just love how, what are you going to do? We're all in our basement. I mean, with they, it. yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> like we're, well, they all put themselves in that same situation that's happened to them or something. Yeah. I think, I think it's, uh, it's inevitable. I love that. It's, it's inevitable. It's, it's, and it's, it's, it's an it's indulgence. Just, it's an inevitable and it's indulgent. I've got, I've got a quick, I've, I've, you guys don't know the story. This is a ridiculous mm. story. So I was talking to a, to a uh, C, it was the CEO of a multi-million dollar IT firm. Okay. okay. He, for some reason, wanted to take the call outside. It was at the beginning. It was in the middle. It was at the start of COVID. And he was on his, he was on his iPhone. He was on his iPhone. All right. So we're in the depths of this conversation and he's outside and he gets stung by a bee. By a bee. Whoa. Whoa. He got stung by a bee. And he's on this call. <laughs> now, kidding. my immediate, I swear to you, I said, so my immediate reaction is to say, well, first off, I'm like, so Dave, okay? whatever yeah. his name, are you okay? Do you want, do you want to end the call? No, 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 no. I don't have time to. So part of me wanted to run <laughs> as fast as I could. The other part was, well, we'll just keep rolling with it. Where did he, he get stung? Like in his face or? No, no, no. no. You want, no. Do you want to know why I know where he got stung? So we're on video. Let's not forget. He lifted his shirt up. So he's got this, this furry <laughs> stomach. Oh he my got stung God. right on the stomach. Oh and he proceeds God. to tell me that he's allergic. There's a point to the story. He proceeds to tell me he's allergic. He may have. While he's in the middle of this, he did not want to end this call. In the middle of this, he may have, you know, taken a little hit out of an, uh, at Mary Jane because he was. Maybe. What's like, a Mary Jane? What's a tab? What's a Mary Jane? You're a doctor. Well, as a doctor, it's a candy. Offline. It's called offline. a Mary Jane. It was big in the seventies. I used to eat them. They were chewy, chewy caramels. Anyway. So the, Mary, the point Mary being... Jane is, is legal in like 25 states. I don't know. <laughs> 
The point being, this guy will forever be ingrained in my brain, but, but, and but. I mean this, he was so, so difficult to engage. This call and all of these distractions truly, truly, truly helped me close the deal. A, made, made, I was able to tap into that call and the memories on that call with him yeah. for months after. I mean, this is a, that's yeah. a ridiculous situation. But yeah, but, but you um, can leverage the funny things that happen or the, the oh, things that go wrong. Epic. So I'm just jotting down, how do I get a B in front of the next? <laughs> Put Orton yeah, okay. Got it. Got here. it. Okay. I love it. All right. I love it. Nice one. Number All five. Right, let's go to number six. Six. So this is, this is overrated. This is overrated. Okay, this is overrated. Okay. That's why we got to way but down it, there. It made, it, but it made the list. It made the list. Have fun. Okay. I think Have it's fun. awesome. Have you think it's fun. Good? I love right. it. So what I mean by that is be memorable, be real, be an entertainer. Um, and I, I, I think honestly, and I mean this, the, the two of you are phenomenal entertainers on calls. Um, and I think that if you're not having fun on a call, your client, your prospect, whatever, is surely not having fun as well. So yeah. let your personality shine through. If you're witty, face-to-face, mm-hmm. -face, be witty on a call. Don't lose your edge because you're a small tile on a right. big screen. That's, that's, that's my, that was my biggest mistake. It's my first virtual sales calls. I lost mm -hmm. my personality. I, I was boring. I was miserable. And I'm not good enough to be boring. I'm going to have to be in a little entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are people that are real doctors that are really so good that they, they don't have to be entertaining. I kind of bank on it. I can be, uh, <laughs> well, and I, I, I think that's a really good point. I know it's kind of sounds like whatever, be fun, but it, it really is a decision to say, okay, I'm not going to get weighed down by this awkward or be distracted. Yeah. I know we talked about distracted, but be thrown off my normal personality because I'm in this awkward right. sort of way of communicating. Um, and so I think you just have to go for it. You know, just, I mean, but I don't think we need to not be ourselves. You're just saying be ourselves. Yeah. Be yourself. Yeah. Be yeah. yourself. Yeah. Your, I like okay. that. Beautiful. All right. Any other points about have fun? Anything you've learned about how to get in that right mindset, Jenna? You know, I'm a big, um, I'm a big proponent of, um, leaving a little space before you hop on a call. And, and, and I mean, a little space, there were times mm -hmm. where I had meetings that were just overlapping. So there's not, always, there isn't always a time and place for that, but there's something to be said about, um, I call it a minute to five minute of mindfulness. Now that can be either taking three deep belly breaths to mm -hmm. really just clear your cash as you call it, Tom, or just clear whatever came before. I know right. people that pump up music right before mm -hmm. they get in a call, right? Pump up music, like as if you were in a face-to-face -face meeting. So whatever you mm -hmm. need to do, take 60 seconds to five minutes to get in the right mindset, headspace, et cetera, to um, get that fun energy level up. I love that. Yeah, that is really true because um, I've done that before. <laughs> I remember making a big present. You're going to love this tab. I made a, I had a huge presentation. This wasn't virtual, but, but it's the same idea. I had this huge presentation to salesforce.com. Yeah. I've heard um, of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, this was, this was years ago and uh, I was nervous because we were, we were clearly in a, in a um, weak position because of existing, the, their incumbent, you know, the company was already, we were competing with, was already working with them, et cetera. 
And I listened to Michael Jackson before the call. Did. Did you go thriller? Would well, you go you, with? And you know, you know me well, Tab. You know I can yeah. dance like Michael Jackson. Oh, I just yeah. can't sing like Michael Jackson. Right, so right. it's kind of so, but but you you know, we and I are very similar. Very and, similar. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> God rest his soul. So oh, no, but in all seriousness, I listened to that and I got it completely changed my mindset. I just walked into that meeting like, let's just, I don't know. I was fired yeah. up. Let's go. Let's do it. So I love back in black. Next sales call. Back in black. That's what I'm doing, <laughs> baby. Come on. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Let's move to number seven because I think this one, seven. this one's really critical. Yeah, there's there's a couple pieces to this. So number seven is monitor buyer interactions closely. Mm. So I mean, I'm talking online and some offline stuff. I'll talk, I'll talk about the offline stuff first. So if okay. you if you have technology like HubSpot, like certain technologies that are able to have you track things. Mm -hmm. It's really important to know before you walk in a call, what material someone has looked at, what pages they may have viewed on your website. Um, It helps you to not only prioritize those customers, but also ensures that what you're talking about matches what they've looked at, that there might be redundancies, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. You can also monitor the open and click the click rates of any of the documents that you may have sent them. If you have that technology, um, there's, there's a, there's a technology called paper flight, anything that you send over to them. Okay. You can actually, it's a heat map. You can see what they've looked at. So that's, that's the offline that's in preparation. Okay. okay? That's a great, and, then, and I want to say something real quickly yeah. about that. I think it's so easy for us. You talked about clearing the cash. I think it's so easy for us to have in our mind, what they think they need what the, the yeah. solution they need and what I want them to need. But if you just set that aside and look at what actually they're clicking, it may not match up. I think that's a I love point. that. That's a great tip. So, so the second piece of this is, you know, I, I, I think of when I go on a call, especially if there's a lot of folks, right. Instead of just one person, first off, know who you're getting on with, know mm-hmm. who you're getting on with, do your research before, know who you're getting on with, know, how they like to learn, know what they're interested in, know what decisions they're making. Are they the decision maker? Who are they? Are they economic buyer? Whatever it may be. But be able to read a room. I I literally envision myself like a point guard walking Mm -hmm. in and being able to say, okay, who can I, who can I throw this, this question to? Mm -hmm. Who can I, and, and I, that is so important to be able to, and how do you do that? It's a matter of, you have limited body language that you can see when you're in a call. So you're working with facial expressions and the words coming out of their mouth or lack of words coming out of their right, mouth. Right. So being able to tap into people, um, for me, it's don't be afraid to challenge someone. Peel back the onion. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. if you're going to be curious you, or you're going to exercise that natural curiosity, virtual sales calls are the place to do it tenfold, right? You have mm-hmm. to be, we talked about being intentional, but you need to not be afraid to go deep on the calls to get the information you need. Um, so facial expressions, note the questions they ask. Do they have any discern? Are they genuinely interested in the conversation? If they're not, we talked about, Tom, your example before, engage them. Engage them. Um, yeah. You know, that brings up a, an idea that I don't know if I've really said this before or thought it before, but I know there was two people on the meeting that we had with you. There was two people from your organization. I think that's a really good idea. If you, you know, if you've got two people on a call, you, somebody's free to blow up whoever the different people in the audience, because you can pin their videos and look at them more closely 
it's difficult to do that if you're in the middle. Now, if, if it's more of a dialogue, it's a little easier. But if, you, if you're in a presentation mode, have somebody monitor the audience and, and look for people that are distracted. You can also see like in their, if they're wearing glasses, you can see that they're on their screen and they're looking at what something looking else. At. And yeah. you go, they're not engaged. So I got to pull them back. So great, great point. Tab, anything you've learned from delivering training on on keeping them or monitoring their interactions closely? Um, you know, like, gosh, I mean, I, I, I just, I live, the key to me is how I have their, I have to have their faces blown up on my second monitor. Oh yeah. Have you know, I mean, monitor. I fill I my whole second monitor and I have it right above my camera mm -hmm. and I, I, and, and Jenna's seen it. I lean it. I mean, I'm standing up and I'm, I, I basically create an environment and I do this in sales, with sales calls right. too. Mm -hmm. I'm in a room with them now and, and it's just, it creates this fake room setting. <laughs> so that helps me. I, I, I can't, I remember you, I remember you pushing me to get that second monitor. Yeah. Got to get a second monitor. You know, you can put the camera eye level with, you can put them right behind the camera. So you're looking through the camera to them. So they, even if they're looking at a, at a if you've got mm -hmm. the side view of them, they're still looking at you right in the eye. And so that creates that same connection. And it also allows you more room to see them. So yeah. brilliant, brilliant point. Yep. All Very right. Good. Let's go to number. And you've already mentioned number eight a little bit. So yeah. um, we could touch on that again, but what's number eight? What's the pro I tip mean number eight? Number eight is, is my favorite part of virtual selling, because if you can master this, you can master anything. It's building mm -hmm. in time for rapport like never before. Okay. Time for rapport like never before. So the obvious we talked about is turning on the camera, mm -hmm. which sounds easier said than done, especially because we've all been doing this for you know two plus years at least mm -hmm. with getting people on. I, I, you mean having I, the customer turn the camera, having the customer turn the camera on, you always should have your camera on without mm. hesitation. But the, my favorite is, um, no one wants to, this is the coy way I like to get people to turn their camera on. No one wants to be looking at my face for the next 60 minutes alone. So come and join and get on this pedestal. I'd love to see your beautiful faces. Can you please turn your camera on so we can make this as real life as possible? It's, it's that. not foolproof. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly not foolproof, <laughs> but I'll tell you that um, most of the time, and, and Tab's seen it. There's there's people that just pop on immediately. However, there are some people that literally can't turn their camera on for bandwidth. They're driving. Th those are times where they really shouldn't, you know, be on the call, but they might be just listening. Mm -hmm. um, but also, this is really crucial. This has to do with authenticity for me. So when when I'm talking about building rapport, obviously it's being authentic, but also building in time to build rapport. Mm. So for instance, let's say you have a 30 minute meeting. Okay. Or you know that the meeting is going to take 30 minutes at least. Mm -hmm. I like to ask for more time. It's like do, and then ask, and then ask for forgiveness. I like to ask for more time. If they don't have the time. They won't give it to you, but I like to frame it in a, in a way of, listen, you know, it might take 30 minutes. Why don't we book an hour? Why don't we book an hour? And if we are done in the 30 minutes, we'll be done. But I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to rush, right? Mm. By doing that. And most of the time they'll give you the hour. Most of the time they'll give you the hour. If they don't, you, you work with what you got. If you're working with what you got, you have to be cognizant about making sure I envision it like a sandwich. The first, it depends on how long the meeting is like say five to 10 minutes is it's true rapport building. 
Mm-hmm. You can't just jump in. If you were in a face-to-face meeting, you weren't gonna, you're not gonna just jump in to the meat of the, the meeting. Right. So you got the rapport, mm-hmm. you got the meat, and then at the end, you have to leave time for the rapport again. Mm-hmm. And well, tie-ups and everything. So yeah. And a ahead. lot of times that's if you don't, if you don't you can't just go, oh, we'll stay over for 10 extra minutes. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody has to be done. Yeah, it's like you've scheduled an hour. They come in five minutes late and they, they have to leave exactly when it's over. That's, that's frustrating from my, from my perspective. I think you're also bringing up a really good point about, I think they give you less time because you're virtual that totally. everybody schedules less meetings. Yep. I mean, sorry, not less meeting, less time, less time, less time, yep. less time because they just, meeting. yeah. It's like, oh, we'll just, you know, and it's like, oh, let's come in. And they just, it just, and I, um, I think that's a place where we need to take a strong stand to say things like, if you want to accomplish this, we need this much time. Now we can change our objectives, but we can't achieve that objective with this much time. And this is where we've got to lead that process. Beautiful, beautiful. Dude, we got Great. two more, right? Two, two more. more, nine and 10. Nine let's and hear 10. It. Yeah, but is it, is it time for a drum roll or we wait? Well, I guess we'll wait for number 10. Number nine. So Can number I- nine, explain the sales process. Okay. I don't know if you guys have done this. I, have you ever done this in, in a face-to-face where you're actually explaining what's to come and, and what your sales process mm-hmm. looks like? Have you ever yeah. done that? I, I, I so- almost always do that. And that's totally. actually one of the challenges of selling virtually is our process yeah. had to change. It didn't mm-hmm. by stage, but it did by how we were going to execute it. But I completely agree that you need to communicate how your process is all about helping them make the right decision and laying out those stages. So what do you mean when you're, what do you mean by that when you're doing, when you're selling virtually? So I love to set the stage. So at the the top of the hour, the first call, if I have an infographic of the sales process, I'd pull it up and I'd say, we're here, we're here Mm -hmm. right now. Here's what we're going to accomplish on today's call. Does the, is this in alignment with what you were hoping to accomplish on today's call? You know, standards setting the table. I like it. And then it makes the dialogue, if they know where they're at, mm-hmm. right? The flow of the entire sales process, especially virtually is more organic because there are no surprises. They know what's to come. And this again, it applies to offline and face-to-face sales as well, but specifically online, things seem to be a little ad hoc. You know, you may deviate from the natural sales process because you have less control, it seems. It seems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. over the sales process. This is a great way to say, this is what we're accomplishing. This is where this comes in, et cetera, et cetera. And make sure it aligns with them. You obviously have to be dynamic, right? You can't be very rigid with this, but I think it's so important to um, create a sense of trust between mm. you you and your potential, potential client. I love that. Yep. Uh, and I especially love laying that out at the beginning. A bit, you know, because you one of that's one of the ways you want to draw in the decision maker or decision makers if they're not part of the process. You can unpack all of that. Here's the here's the steps we need to go through. Here's here's what the objectives, all related, obviously, to the customer. I think that's I think that's super important. All right, all right. And I Number actually two. I actually have a drumstick. Oh, oh you wow, you drumstick. do. So, um, yeah, because uh, he is. Music. I don't really know how to play the drums though. There, can you hear that? <laughs> oh yeah there we go very engaging go. tab it's thank very you. engaging thank i'm engaged you. virtually now so the grand finale here we go all right number 10 this is the controversial final point assign quote unquote homework to make the best use of time mm. wow what a so, finish so <laughs> <laughs> 
so there is a uh, make a million dollars next month by, 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 by Friday and turn it in homework. You will make a million dollars next month. Okay, I think we beefed it up a bit. I think we yeah, beefed it up a bit. Yeah, I, I think, think so. no, no, no. Thank you for that. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, uh, listen, this is this is actually a controversial subject. I I I think there's a time and place for that. And what I mean mm. by it is, you need to protect your time and the client's time. And a good way to do that is to pre-assign them some kind of homework, whether it be reading mm. a blog post, whether it be looking at a white whatever a video. I don't care what it is. Something that moves the sales process forward. Mm-hmm. To Tom's point, virtual meetings tend to be shorter. Mm-hmm. We need to capitalize on the time that we have these clients on the phone. Like and the best way to do that is to send them something to ensure the best use of your time and theirs, assign them something to watch, read, etc. I have canceled meetings if someone didn't do their homework, which is mm-hmm. which is which is wild. I have canceled meetings. Sometimes there's you can't do that for a variety of reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, when I knew coming into it, this person didn't know anything about what we did, sold, et cetera. So mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't a good use of time. So that pre homework is, um, is valuable. Did that have anything to do with why you were able to, um, close deals 50% faster than everybody else in your organization during COVID? Because I, 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 I know that's one of the things that, we didn't say at the intro, which was supposed to, we were supposed to communicate. Well, yeah. Was that your yeah. job or mine? I can't remember. That was remember. my job to okay. communicate yeah. how successful yeah. she was at selling virtually. So we thought we'd throw it in the end. I think that's it. Let's throw it in the end so that you'll read, you, maybe everybody will listen to the podcast again. But you remember you say, saying when we were prepping for the show that you close deals 50% faster than everybody else. I would imagine that had something to do with it. Yeah, I think that the two key elements to that are, you know, it goes back to what we just said, communicating the sales process. So being your communication, it's, it shouldn't even just be sales process. It's being very, very clear in your communication style virtually is so important. I think mm-hmm. video, all that follow up video helps that. So that's mm-hmm. one piece of it. The second piece of it is doing the homework. So I have to work. I don't have to work as hard. Yeah, I don't have to work as hard. And then the last is like digging deep, um, asking those really uncomfortable questions and having that confidence and authenticity. Mm-hmm. That's that's definitely, I believe, I don't know this for a fact, I, I believe attributed to having a very uh, short sales cycle. I think that, I mean, that's what I experienced when I was working with you is that I could see how you're like, let's, let's go deep. Let's talk real. Let's not just have a bunch of surface conversation. And by asking them to participate, you're weeding people out very quickly. They either, they either engage or they're not engaged. I mean, it's a nice fork in the road. Are we doing this? Are we moving forward? We don't have to, but if this is a problem you want to solve and you need my services to help solve it, here's what people do to do that, which is part of the sales process that you laid out. And then this is what needs to happen. So it's super clear and people are engaged and they either do it or they don't do it. So and then so you can spend time on people who are serious about solving that problem. So Tab, I don't know what you what you think about this, but but I thought it was an excellent, excellent podcast. And we all learned a lot, including me. Yeah, it's a just this is a this was a really good one. I mean, it was meaty. I mean, with you know, we we spent a lot of time, but I mean it's a lot of I mean, just a lot of great reminders and some great new ideas. And and you know, I've obviously I've been doing this a little while, Tom. You have too. And uh, thank you, Jenna. Got some some great tips and some great things to be aware of as we continue selling in this environment. 
Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jenna. Appreciate it. Love that you're with Adlin. And thanks, thanks to our listeners for listening to another episode of Sales with Aslan.